Satsriya Kaal, dear listeners, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Auntie G Knows Best podcast. I'm your host, Auntie G, and today we're going to dive into some spicy topics that will surely give your Uncle G some shockers or a heart attack. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of having the right friends, the curious case of Shubnam Begum trying to gain citizenship. Well, your Uncle G drops it about grooming in Bradford, but it's only a limited amount, okay? So don't worry, listeners. So it won't be as... What can I say? And I'll be kind as impactful as to the debate we want to really do in a couple of episodes time. And the ever so relevant issue, which is really going to peak your Uncle G's blood pressure on energy prices. Our beloved Uncle G will join us once again. And boy, do we have these surprises in store for him. He doesn't know what's hit him. So grab your cup of chai, sit back and let's get today's episode started and brace yourself for, as you know, a thought-provoking and hilarious journey filled with playful debates, hearty laughs and a sprinkle of life advice, all infused in the warmth and charm of our Punjabi culture. And you know what your Auntie G says, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts to stay connected. And never miss an episode where rants meets pants, dilemmas meets solutions and wisdom meets wit. Get ready to unleash your inner Punjabi spirit and let's kick off this engaging episode with our rants and bants of the week along with some insightful discussions as we explore these fascinating topics through the lens of our beloved Punjabi culture. Let's have some fun. Hello there. How you doing, Uncle G? I'm good, Auntie G. How are you? How has your week been? It's, it's been a tough one, Uncle G. I've just had to have a nap. The older what? I get, the more naps I have these days. Well, well, well what are you going to do when you're on the train? If you're napping, you can't be chatting to all these these people, can you? <laughs> I know, I know. I need, I need to get a grip. I need to, I need to be a bit more alert. But um, yeah. I, I know I like to enjoy my week. What about you? What have you been up to this weekend? Nice and relaxing. Nice, good, steady week. That's all I can report to our listeners. Ah, I'm looking forward to. So you know, you touched upon something last week. Actually, you've been. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It wasn't nothing perverted, was it? No, no, no. <laughs> all that it's me that tells those type of jokes, right? Um. You know, you kept saying to me, what sort of friends do you have if these are the type of people, these weirdos that you meet? Ah, right. Because I didn't tell you what we're going to talk about today. I thought I'd keep it a mystery. So I thought I'll, I'll we'll discuss about the type of friends that we have right. and our journey through this friendship cycle of people we still get uh, <coughs> or know and then people that we've let go of. I see. I hear you. I hear you. Because I think, do you know what? A lot of our listeners have um, evolved over time where they, (laughs) I say evolved, where, you know, the friends have not been fit for purpose. (laughs) Then they weren't friends then, were they? (laughs) (laughs) They weren't. They weren't. Although, no, that's a bit harsh. I think sometimes friends come along in your life for a reason. And when they meet that reason, it's time for the person to let go of them. Well, I look at it the other way around. Friends, good friends, uh, you should only be able to count them on one hand. My dad used to say that, Uncle G. Do you know that? 
I, I, I go by that. You know, real good friends should only be able to count them on one hand. If you've got more than one hand, you've got too many. Because there's it, just too many. No, that's just too many. That's just too many. Well, that's I, just too many. Okay, I better start dropping some friends there. Sorry, my friends list. You don't have to take my advice listeners. I'm just, I'm just saying close friends. You know, I have friends, yeah. but they, they, I wouldn't class them as, you know, like my bros. So what would you classify as bros? What would what would make it to that list? Well, they're the ones that stuck stuck with me through uh, my divorce, my depression, my heart attack, and they're still there for me. Oh, that's so sweet. I, if I look back, and I've had quite a few friends, Uncle G, right, over the years, and I look at my school friends, first of all. Right. You don't chat to any of them. And then I look at my college friends. Uh-huh. I don't chat to them anymore. I didn't go to... Or, or is it Or is it they don't chat to you? No, I don't chat to them. I, no. Do you know what it is? You know when you grow yourself as a person and you mature and yeah. you get all this wisdom and you know your auntie G's got a lot of wisdom, right, these days. You realise that those people were mutlabi, meaning that they were there for a reason. They were only taking from you. And when you have that realisation, you drop them. Well, you know, some, some, I, I, I don't know. I, I find that, you know, because like, like since, since my 20s, yeah, it's basically being the same core of friends. Yeah. So up to my 20s, it was it was different. It was school. So I don't know how you class them as friends because I don't really speak to any of them from school. Okay. So we're in the same boat on that one then. Yeah. So I'm 51 now. So for 31 years, it's been the same core of friends and they still are. Whereas my friends, I would have to say I've met, you know, those random people that I've met. There's loads of random. When I had the, uh, when we were cabbing back in the day and we had the business and stuff, yeah, you know, you'd meet loads of random people through that and then you class them as just, I class them sort of people as associates. <laughs> I don't even classify them because they've become my true friends who pick up the phone and check if I'm okay and have actually you know, picked me up when I was down or maybe... Well, then, all, all it is in the life journey, yeah? Yeah. All it is for you, right, is you found your friends, true friends, later on. Yeah, I did. I yeah, that's, that, that's the only difference. People will know what I'm on about, you know? You, 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 everybody will have their comfort friends. Yeah. The people that they can turn to, to regardless of what fuck up they've made. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You, but it's friends. true. You know, they're not going to turn around and judge you. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the real friends, you know. I'm, uh, I'm not into these friends that, oh, yeah, I've, oh, yeah, you know, giving you loads of sympathy, right, one minute, right, and the next minute they're talking about you behind your back. And exactly, and they're not friends. They're and- not the friends, you, you know, and so I have over the years, I'm quite good at whittling that kind of shit out. I like it. Uncle Gigi, we just hear you swear for the first time. <laughs> well, it does, it rattles me. You know, I've, 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 I've had people use me. I've had people use me, so I, I know, but I can see it coming. I think I've had that as well, where people have used me because in the car group, sorry, car group, um, in the group that I, um, I was in through my college and early 20s, I had the car. So it would be me who be the driver, who was a fool, right? Yeah. Who would pick my friends up, will go to London, go partying, then I'll drop them back off. And it was the wear and tear of my car. They didn't pay anything. Right. Yeah, you see, you got it all wrong there. You see, you see your uncle G straight away with the turn around and say, "Don't pay a say pillow. All right, and let's go get it, shady. 
you know. <laughs> you got it all wrong there, girl. Get your money out before you step into my exactly. car. Exactly. You know, you don't even, you know, you got it all wrong. You know how I used to do it with the boys? Yeah. Right? I had a clapped out of an escort, yeah, back in the day. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, fast me driving. Yeah. says, Dad's going to buy me a proper car. He'll look after me. Anyway, he bought me a car that was worth um, 80 quid. Yeah. And it was a banger. No way. I'm not joking. He said, if you're going to crash somewhere and do this, that, the other, you can do it in that. It's, no, it's not going to be no biggie to anybody. Anyway, I had the best time of my life in that car. Okay. Yeah, you know, and the friends I made in that car are not the friends that I have now. Wow. I you, understand, love... you understand? My, my partying friends from the age of 17 to probably 20 was totally different to the, the car that I've got now. And I'm in the same boat as you, Uncle G, because those partying friends I've let go of. Yeah, and... but the only difference is, though, Auntie G, isn't it? Like you, you took Uncle G off track there. Is I used to park up at the petrol station as soon as all four were in, on board, right? Petrol station pillow. Everybody got their two pound fifty or the one pound seventy or the one pound eighty, and we'd see how much we had between the five of us, and that's how far we went. <laughs> well, with the with the prices now rising. I think it'll be more than the two pounds or the one eighty or the one ninety. Listen, I'm talking about thirty years ago. None of us worked, you know. If you had a fiver in your pocket, that was it was a lot of money back then days. Yeah, yeah. You know, a fiver now these days, right? I'm telling you, you can't get jack for it. Eat ahead, did he go? Did he go see us? You know, but for a five, so back in the day, what were the price of bloody fuel back in the day? I think it was eighty pence a litre or whatever, ninety pence a litre. But I, still, but I still, would... I had some conjuice friends, right? That basically, right, you knew when it came to their hand, I wanted to ask Kalihundati all the time, <laughs> you know. But they're coming along to Bradford for a, for a bit of food, and right. when it comes to food time, oh, they'll be at Kali. Wow, yeah, but you know, that's it is what it is. But this was it, it was collecting the funds before you left. You say, yeah. right, this is what we need, yeah, and then, and then, and then one time, yeah, I collected all the funds, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and uh, we put uh, fuel in the car. Yeah. yeah, we went to Bradford. We had our food and this, that, the other. Right, and then the car uh, broke down. Now, because we were we were <laughs> between the five of us, there weren't many mechanics. Right, right, right. I'd probably say we couldn't even change a wheel back then days. Right, right. So we thought, oh, it's broke down. We left it. But what had happened was we'd actually run out of fuel. Yeah, so we basically went too far on the budget. We, we, we thought we'd challenge the, the car and then we had to get the car, fill it up with fuel, get a mechanic, pay that. And I did all that behind Dad's back. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a good day. That I remember oh. that. <laughs> you said I had an Austin. wasn't the Metro. It was... It was a banger. It was a banger. <laughs> it was a banger. And for those people who don't know what an Austin is, look it up, Google it, right? It's so, a classic now. <laughs> Beautiful classic. So what would ha what happened was on the M25, I remember it well, it broke down and it started steaming. Oh. We needed to put water into the car, right? So me oh. and my friend in our little mini skirts. Yes, we wore mini skirts in those days because we went to a daytimer, right? So it's about six o'clock. We needed to get home, right? Otherwise, jutting up any see when we got oh, shit kicked out of us by our parents so we're trying to get home and then we saw this puddle we're like we need the water so both of us scooped our hands with the water trying to put it into um the water tank for yeah. the car how far did you get with that with that mechanical feature <laughs> i tell you what we didn't get far because this guy pulled over he goes i think you ladies need a hand right yeah. And then my friend looked at me and she goes, just keep to the side. We don't want him kidnapping us. There right? you go, the M25 Ripper. Yeah, I've heard of him. 
could have been, it could have been, but he gave us a bottle of Barney, yeah. right? Put the water into the car, right? And he thanked us and he goes, ladies, get yourself home and don't be dressed like that. So we, not only did we get in trouble for wearing what we were wearing, um, he also told us to get home. And I never told my dad, I goes, dad, we nearly broke down. Yeah. How many times have we told you this car isn't made for the um the motorway way, right? Yeah, mine wasn't made for it. Mine was not made for that challenge. I didn't know that. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Exactly. And then you know when it's um due due for its uh, MOT. Yeah. Right. I um I had two options. Right. The first option was the guy said it's going to cost you a hundred and some pound. It was the moment the, the word a hundred came out of his mouth. I just thought, eh. When am, I, when am I ever going to earn a hundred pound? That was like miracle money back them days. Yeah. Right. So um, I scrapped it and then I went to C and A. Remember the great shopping centre that's closed? I could talk about it. Yeah. And I bought uh, what did I buy? I bought a thirty pound jacket because I was back on foot patrol. Oh my god. Yeah. And I did about a year on foot patrol. Until you bought a new car. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But I have to say, those friends I got rid of. And do you know what? I look back and I see where are those friends today? They didn't empower me. They didn't grow me as a human being. They they used me, right? No, no they didn't use you. They used the car. <laughs> well, and I was the muggins driving the car, right? Well, you see, you see, your uncle G wasn't. He, he sometimes I used to get more money and then not put as much fuel in. <laughs> <laughs> uncle G, you you had a business mind. <laughs> even back them days <laughs> <laughs> but then then I think back and I think as, as the years have gone on I think I've had such amazing friends that have served a purpose like they were there through my hardest times yeah but, but what, were... what what happens as well in life yeah yeah is that you you evolve, you're supposed to evolve as well aren't you of course and it's... <clears throat> and you need other you know from friends you need certain other things you don't need friends to go out there nightclub and stay out till four in the morning no, no. get high this you understand it's, you it's... need them for di different things and it's... that's what you're eventually hoping you are but some people don't it, that is very true that is very true so then i, I thought do you know what well, the most um I think challenging thing I've been reading lately is, did you read the news yesterday about um, that Shamima Begum, that she's lost a case about uh, regaining her UK citizenship? Who's this Begum? Who's she when she's at home? I've heard of that name. Hold on, it'll come to uncle. I, this is what you two were on about, weren't you, when you said you were going to ask me a random question and I don't know what it's about? Yes! You... Hang on, hang on. Why is that name ring a bell to me? Begum, Begum, Begum. Hold she's fire, hold fire. I tell you what, she's the one who was about 14, 15. Her and her... oh, she's got. I know who she is. I've worked it out. Banner, your ex girlfriend. Send her, <laughs> send her ass fucking back. End of. Keep the baby. Send her back. Do you think we should keep her? No, keep the baby. Has she not got a child? Yeah, she's got a child. But yeah, but I don't want that child growing up with that mum as a mother. Forget about her. Get rid of her. Send her back. Keep the child. I like that idea. It's not the child's fault. The child can only learn from the mother. And that mother has that instinct, right? She mm. went over there, got radicalised. I'm yep. sorry. I'm black. There's no black up. No, sorry. No. Send her back. She was 15 when she left, right? Listen. So her mate left. And then the mate came back. I think the mate should also be sent back. Well, it's... it's... Look, you know, but, but oh, oh, you see, now you're going, oh, you see, now, now I'm have to back, back a bit here. Now you've told me how old she was. Fifteen. Uh, she's been. She's at fifteen. She's been. What's that word that they use? Groomed. 
Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, she's being groomed, right? But the trouble with grooming is, right, it can stay in your brain forever. Yeah, that's true. Do you understand? It doesn't matter how much you turn around and say, I have changed my ways and this, that, the other. Everybody can say that, but you don't know. But I'm and, looking at a picture. And was she ever convicted? Did she ever do any bombings over there? No, she hasn't, but they don't trust her, right, in the UK. But the thing is, she's... Well, what do you want her as your neighbour in Kent? Is that where you are? Where are you? <laughs> I can't, I can't, no, I'm in sunny Surrey. Surrey, is it? Sorry, sunny. I, I, haven't got, I haven't got a clue, but you wouldn't want her as your neighbour, would you? Ask that question to your listeners. Mm, <laughs> <I think laughs> you've really put me on the spot, Uncle Dean, now. That's, that's a hard question. I think, personally, yeah. she has been groomed. She was 15 years old. Yeah, right? but I still wouldn't want her as my neighbour. Right. But would I want her to come back into this country? No. no. She spent too long. She has been radicalised. I understand that. But it's not the child's fault. It's not the baby's fault. And the baby should come to the grandparents to look after. I, I think so. But she shouldn't be allowed in the country. No. And I think the judge has made the right. You know, yes, she's had three appeals and stuff. Um, He's going to be appealing. This is not the end of it. She'll probably reappeal it again, again, and again, 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 and again. Because she... She she was an idiot for listening to this random guy that she was speaking to and her mate who married her and brought her over. But this should be a warning. This is a warning case to every single other. Listen, listen, right. I don't know if you've heard in the news, but Yorkshire, yeah, yeah. Had, has, has had one of the biggest paedophile rings and grooming, um, oh, this, that, the other, right, going. And we had an Indian guy. I ain't going to say no names. Yeah. yeah, that was clean cut, this, that, the other. Oh, we knew you were a bit of a knob, right? Because mm -hmm. I grew up with him, right? But he was, a, he was it, it was different. I just didn't pay no notice to it. While he was messing about with girls that were 13, I was trying to pull oh. women that were 20. Wow. You, you know, that's the difference. You know, I was 16 and I was trying to pull women that were older than me. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I, used to, I used to see him, right? But I paid no notice to it, right? Around <laughs> the parks and this, that, the other. And they'd always have like, Girls that were like 11, 12, 13. And they didn't pay much notice to it. 30 years later, yeah. 15 of them have been convicted, all doing major, major, major years, 15 years, 20 years. It was major scandal. And it's still going on. The 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 the, the group was that big. There's still there's still cases going on now. And this Indian guy, mm. once he got caught, bear in mind he's realized I'm gonna I'm gonna get caught, and he was caught as one of the ringleaders. No. Yes, right. I, all of a sudden became a, a daddy. Overnight, put his daddy on, started putting a bag on, and then walking around with people, this, that, the other, trying to get the, this, that. Are you mad, mate? You're going to get dealt with, you know? Well, as soon as I found out, right, about him, I, I, I ignored him. I didn't speak to him again. We, you know, look, I'm a parent of a young woman, right? And I remember some of these cases back uh, back a few years ago. And I made my daughter watch um, a couple of programs. I think Channel 4 was doing a or Channel 5. can't remember which. But she would go back to school. She was about 13, 14 at the time. She would yeah. go to school. She goes, my mum's making me watch these programs, right? And her friends would go, oh, your mum's cool. My parents don't um, say anything. What was it about? So my daughter actually educated some of the girls around her. It, I did it. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. But I saw it actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't even know it was happening because I was that young. Wow. 
you know, that, that the only difference I'm saying to you, these were, they, they were actually grooming from that age and the sentences have actually gone back to that far. There's been girls that are putting statements from when they were 11 and 12. Is that's just awful? That's... And you know, and these girls now they're in their forties and stuff like that, and they've just been permanently scarred. They, they, these guys have ruined their lives. I, you know what? And the only difference between Bergam and them is Bergam decided to go become a shoe bomber, <laughs> and these girls are still <laughs> over here. And, and and these like just for our listeners, these two are um, quite horrific stories mm. that we're sharing with you guys, um, because we need to be vigilant about these things what's happening around us always watch what your kids are doing oh absolutely and yeah you know that's what i said to you last week we were talking about the social mm -hmm. media it's got too much influence you don't know always keep tabs on it parent lock its ass one time no. yes. <laughs> the other thing i was doing this week uncle g was i was watching this program on netflix about these young girls who started receiving messages in their, i think they call them dms right in instagram and all sorts oh yeah and um, they started getting these DMs saying, shall I tell you a secret? Ooh. Or can I share this with you? And pretend Ooh. to be people. And it was a guy, again, from up north. I don't know what's in the water, but a lot of people <laughs> are up north. He was up north and he was a young boy, not even a boy, a young man who was 1920. He had been convicted before for, um, for uh, getting into Facebook and uh, messaging people so he had messaged these girls for eight nine years ruined their relationships with family sent pictures of them to people with sexual intent right so imagine you're working like say for example i'm working in an office and my boss gets messages who he thinks is me yeah. in a sexual way and um, with pictures and stuff like that. And yeah, you see, you see, I wouldn't even be clever enough to do that. You see, and that stuff happens. It does. It's more. You've got to be so open to it. And so, yeah. to our listeners who are parents, like, please be vigilant and you know, yeah. look, look at what your children are doing. Right. My, my advice to all the parents out there: Yeah, don't buy them any electrical equipment until they're sixteen. I would say wait until they're twenty-five. Okay, oh, we can't put an age. No, that's too long. There, that's too long. By that time, they're miles behind the air ball. You know, we need them to get through school as well. Oh, that's we'll, them, we'll give them a calculator. <laughs> but the other thing is, schools are now banning phones. And I'm so they should. I think so. We didn't have any. What's, what's wrong with that? If I if I need to contact my child at school, yeah, yeah. right, I will phone the receptionist and say, "Hello, Margaret. It's uh, Sunny." <laughs> now to all the margarets out there we're well i'm just saying it could be dave it could be i'm not sexist okay who it is at the end of the phone but i'll phone receptions and say can you pass a message on for me wow yeah, but it's true though why, why, why do the kids why do kids need phones at school they shouldn't even be there yeah and this social media stuff and our kid i know we touched on it last week as well no people will <laughs> be taking it's french lessons i can see what's going on yeah french lessons <laughs> right i'm bored let's take a selfie instagram yeah. Bored like Ras, <laughs> you know, or whatever teacher it is, look, Mrs. Boring, black, you know. It's Mrs. Budmarsh. Yeah, whatever, you know, these that's all these kids are doing with phones, it's just a distraction. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, what they should do, right, is as they're entering the class, yeah? Yeah. They should all, right, there should be a bucket, yeah? Yeah. And they should all put them in a bucket. They shouldn't even be bringing them to school. Yeah, and then pass that bucket to your Uncle G and then I'll sell them. <laughs> On eBay. There you go. <laughs> Two ninety nine plus that <laughs> free shipping. <laughs>
shipping. Resell them. Yeah. Yeah. We take take it take turn everything into a positive. I think I think we've touched on some quite sensitive subjects already about friends, um, Shubnam, and uh, you know we we got onto grooming, which was not on my agenda today, Uncle G. But I'm glad we bring these up because it just shows our listeners. Listen, when you when you set me up blind, right, and don't tell me, right, don't give me like I thought this was a two way thing, not a oh Friday we're going to talk about this, right? Oh, but I can't tell you. Well, that's a lot of information, that. But Uncle G, if I told you all my secrets, you wouldn't. Do you know how hard it was to get you on the phone first? Hey, I had a, I had a busy. Hey, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was uh, were busy. You busy doing what? You were washing. Well, your mum got you to do the washing, and you were on a roof trying to sort things out with a hose pipe. I wish people could see the video that I, <laughs> <laughs> I was wetting myself. I just... I just remembered I sent you a video now and I'm just thinking, how the bloody hell you know we're doing all that? And it just dawned on me that I sent you a video, didn't I? No, no, no. And to my listeners, Uncle G has never sent me a video in his entire life (laughs) with his face in it saying, look what I'm doing with a host pipe. And you want me to do a podcast? Hilarious. And I'll tell you what, his mum is a genius. The way she cleans the roof. Hey, I'm telling you, the... she, she saved 40 quid. I'm pretty sure, right? If I was to go, right, and I was the mum hired me to do that, I'm pretty yeah. sure I'd, I'd, I'd charge somebody 40 quid to do that. It's a flat roof. That's all it is. It's nothing major. By the way, <laughs> nobody got hurt in any of the process that we did last night, yesterday. And <laughs> all health and safety all health and safety protocols were followed according, was... to, in, according to the Indian law. Did you wear one of those high-vis jackets as well when you're on top of the roof? No, we didn't get that far. Mum didn't step out. I've told you, we, we didn't actually step on the roof. Mum, <laughs> Mum's so clever. The horse pipe here, yeah. it's that long that it went through the bathroom. Yeah. And then it weaved through a corridor. Then it went into the bedroom window. And then she just stood in the bedroom window and just started squirting the roof. <laughs> right? But the mistake I made, as soon as she started, the first squirt, I got covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> because it all flew off, and I wanted to, I was looking up at it, thinking, "Oh, is it going to work? Is it going to work?" And yes, it did, because it all ended up on my face. Oh my god! So yeah, you, yeah. You need one of those special masks, right? To protect. No, no. I just I walked away, went and sat inside, and then what happened? I started chatting with Dad. Yeah. Right, and and then then Dad, about for five minutes, we could hear somebody shouting upstairs. <laughs> right, and Dad goes, "Is your mum shouting here?" I says, "Oh, where's she?" She goes, "Oh, she's upstairs." I says, "Oh, damn!" And it was Mum saying, "Turn the water off." <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had a comical day, she says, and then she came down really, really angry with me. She said, I've been shouting you for five minutes. I was like, I didn't hear you. She goes, You were stood outside. I said, No, I wasn't. I said, I was sat inside. <laughs> so that, 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 was your, that was your Uncle G's Friday afternoon. I have yeah. to say, that was one of the best carry on moments I've heard of for ages. And Listen, I know he freaking brought me freaking neck, freaking with all that pipe that was on the floor. I nearly, I said, at one point, I nearly brought my neck. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. (sighs) I thought, do you know what? We need to also talk about one um, very, very important subject, which is close to everyone's hearts at the moment, is the prices of gas and electricity. Don't talk to me about that shit. (laughs) Don't fucking talk to me about that shit, right? Right? That's the, I I, I fucking knew this was going to happen, right? Now you've got my boat, right? No. No, why? No, that goddamn war, goddamn. <laughs> fuck, don't talk to me about this. These scammers, they ripped me off. I swear, I've got to spend more on gas and lecky now than I've ever done in my life. 
Really? So you don't understand. Uh, Uncle G, calm, calm. I'm worried you're going to have another heart attack on the call. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going for my coffee. <laughs> well, okay. But Uncle G, I just want you to know, and I don't know if you know this about your Auntie G. I actually uh, work for British Gas back in the... Oh, uh, Doctor, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I'm putting your ass off right now. You and me are dumb. Don't do it. Don't do it, Uncle G. Don't do it. I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's going, it's, this relationship is going to go sour now. All I can see is your face with that British Gas logo. But it was like 26, 27 years ago. Eh? It was a long time ago. I promise. I bet you I... still get the staff discount knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I'm so chubby. Any, yeah. Anyone, I, I get all the discounts. I make sure I do as well. Yeah. And I'll buy huge discounts. Yeah. But that's the one thing about my friends as well. I feel yeah. sorry, friends who listen to this, but I do sometimes use you guys for your discounts. <laughs> the, the... To, to all our so-called pretend friends, that, that's what you're there for. Hi. <laughs> <coughs> you got me choking now. Yeah, well, you know, that, that, that's what happens when you know you dropped one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dropped a cough or just... <laughs> <laughs> just dropped one. Careful, Uncle G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, don't talk to me about gas prices, man. It's my biggest... It's my biggest... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, my, it's my biggest gripe at this moment in time. Well, I feel for everybody. It's t- it's been tough for the last few years. With I really don't know how people have. I've got a mama right, and he's got a, a fish and chip shop here. Yeah. Right. I think you'll know. I've who got I'm a mama. About. So have yeah. I. Yeah. Right. Anyway, big up to him, right? Because I've I've always loved him. Right. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, what do you call it? I just feel for that man like that because they work hard, right? And you know, the price of fuel has gone through. I can only imagine my house, never mind running a business. But uh, wait a minute, um, let, let's rewind back. Is this the same Mamaji who bought a sack of potatoes at one price one week during COVID? Yeah. And then the following week, the, the same sack of potatoes cost him triple. He wasn't the only one. It's the same for everybody. It's, it's you know, I've got a local. Um, Chachi Chappy that that runs a similar sort of business, yeah, and he's my, he's my local, and I chat to him, and it's killing him. It is killing him. It's it... killing him. You know, it's like <laughs> that from week to week, it's just going up, up and down. The only good thing for about for all our listeners is yeah. ours are only going up and down every goddamn three three months. When who's this Ofcom? I've started re- 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 reading about Ofcom now. Oh, Ofcom actually support us, Uncle G. So they they support us. I'll give them support. I, I need support. They're giving me no support. <laughs> no, but you've got to put a case through. But so, I'm, I'm putting a case through, I'm cold. What world are we living in, right? I'm telling you, on a serious note, right? When you have to watch which rooms you put the heating on in. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I've never had to do it before. I've never had to do it. And then obviously, I never felt the pinch. While I was working, you didn't feel it because you just put the money on it and it, would, it didn't matter. Yeah. So right, and, I, and look, look, luckily for me, I'm on one of them pays you go meetings, uh, right? Because because this property where your uncle G lives in, right, it's not exactly what you'd call Surrey, <laughs> right? It's more what you might call what's the ghetto down by you lot? Ghetto. <laughs> oh God, I don't. It's, nah, it's not. It's not that bad, but it's not the best. So I could only get a meeted, um, you know, a meeted, you know, where it's fixed rate and all that, and I couldn't change my tariffs. So they, them man were giving me some good. Here, we're taking your money, son. It's tough. And for those people that are, there, there is help and support, Uncle G. <laughs> and I'll send you some um, telephone numbers offline. Yeah. Uh, 
where we can try and get that sorted for you because it's not nice. Although the weather is changing now, right? You're not really helping me, are you? Because like the other thing is, right, your uncle G's not going to ask for any support because he's always managed to be able to do it. Right? It's, it's not. It's not like it's, it's just a fact. It's it's scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> It's scandalous. It's scandalous. That's what it is. You know, you know, because what I don't get about it, right? Is Auntie G, this is what's gonna happen. I can see it, it's a nightmare. Right. Prices always go up in this goddamn country. Yeah, nothing's gone down. Right. But when they come down, they never come down to what they were prior to when they went up. Uncle G, you didn't hear me. The only thing that goes down is my ex-boyfriend. Oh, well, at your, local book, at your local bookstore, right, they prescribe a certain medication, right? Yeah. And it can give you longevity. Oh, no, not that type of problem. Oh. No. But, well, you, you know. You said go down. Uh, we'll, we'll save that one for a, another rainy day. No, oh, okay. Then. They're, they're, <laughs> no, actually, I'll stop. We're going off tangent. We're okay. about then. prices, right. which are going to come down in April. Which I don't care. Thought yeah. be 50 April, April's, April's miles away. As far as I'm concerned, it might as well be next year. Yeah, that's true. You know, because it, it doesn't, to the little man like me, yeah, and um, to the big auntie G like you, right, <laughs> it, means nothing. it means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing. I'm telling you right now, it means goddamn nothing. And then plus, right, these men are scammers. The other thing I don't like about British cats, this is what they did. I what? Them. What did they do? I'm going to tell you right now what they did. Right. So I went on one of them, uh, right, I'm going to Google everything for mum and dad and see what we can get cheaper. So they were paying, right, with British gas, £2,400 a year. Wow. Right, that's what they were paying last year, right? So I Googled it, right, and then I found it with Eon, right? Then man turned around to me and said, Mr. Thing, we'll give you for 170 summer or 180 mm. And I thought, right, I'm going to put them on a fixed rate, 12 months to all our listeners, Eon, yeah? Mm. And then I phoned British gas, and what they said. they gave it, they matched the same figures as Eon did, but they weren't they weren't willing to call me. I had to call them to get that saving. Wow, how ridiculous is that? That saving should be automatically passed on to me without me phoning. Why yeah. did I have to spend an hour of my life on the phone? <laughs> That's what you're really frustrated about. Damn right, I am. Yes, yes, yes. But why did I? Why does a customer have to? Yeah. But beg to get something that's you know oh yeah what was why should I have to threaten somebody to get something that's yeah. already there that should be mine? Yeah, that's true. You know because if I hadn't phoned, let me tell you the direct debit that mum and dad are paying for two hundred and whatever forty odd quid a month they were paying, yeah, yeah, they'd have continued paying that even though they could get the same gas for one hundred and eighty. Yeah, it's not that's right. six. That's a sixty pound a month saving, right? So you're telling me British gas at the end of the year they're going to turn around and say oh Mrs. Gore, Mr. C. Thank you. Here's your reward. Yeah. They'll give you 12 times 60. Are they? No, are they hell? They're going to put it in their pocket, right? That rich cat, whoever owns it, this, that, the other, he's going to go and say, you know what? I like that. You see that new boat there in that marina? I'm going to buy that. I'm buying that. That's what annoyed me. But they are, right. Look, at the end of the day, they have to run a business. And any business has to make profit. Yeah, but the profits they make, we're not talking about small amounts of profit here. It's about being ethical, right? You know, they're, they're not passing it on. They're, they're not. They're not. You know, this, this, this goddamn war in Ukraine has basically, it, it basically, it gave them a license to do what they want. Putin, right? Good old Putin. He knew this is the sign. Don't get me started on that either, because Putin <laughs> okay. basically, right, 
But without going to war against everybody, all he did was start a silent war against everybody. And this is the silent war. Our yeah. price of gas and lecky went up. Our yeah. price of products and went up. Food, food went up. Eh? The potatoes went up. Everything Everything. Up. This, 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 this was Putin's plan all along. He was going to think, well, hang on, right? You lot can't bomb me, right, for, for the yeah. price of a bag of potatoes going up. That's true. But, but he knew, but he knew, the, the, but he knew the strategically Russia are placed in a place in the global market where yeah. they can affect everything. They are. But and, and then what happened is it's taken the rest of the bloody Europe and the rest of the world to say, OK, then we're going to bypass you. But it's, it take, doesn't happen overnight. You can't just switch a switch on and say, right, we're by, bypassing Russia. It, it takes a long time to build them bridges back up. It takes a long time to rebuild now. There you go. Oh, right and to stabilize we've been in a recession apparently um sunak was saying that we were in a recession in december right so yeah. it is tough times and i think support is there right support is there for those um individuals but it's hard to find the support because companies are not giving it freely <coughs> no you have to extortion. you have to wait for your listeners you have to wait for an hour don't do it <laughs> don't don't do it don't do it. It's an hour wasted. It's an hour wasted. And then at the end of it, do you know what they turn around to you and say? What? Oh, I'm sorry. We have to put you through to another department. Because <laughs> oh, they're such a that, nutty, aren't they? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. You don't even get a chance to say, but, ah, and, you, and the music starts again. <laughs> what is it? Is Green Leaves the music? I'm sure it is. I, I don't. I don't know. I was sat at mum and dad's kitchen, right? And I'm telling you, it was just annoying. But that's the other thing to the, to, to the British gas guy I said. I, I threatened him, me. I just threatened him. I said, you know what? Just because you haven't passed on that saving, I'm undecided whether to go with Eon. Yeah. You know, I said, why? I said, you should have automatically passed that on. And he understood that and he was laughing. But the only reason I stayed is because the guy was really nice. Oh, <laughs> good people that work for them. That's what we can vouch for, right? Well, the guy turned it around on the phone because I was ready to just press the uh, OK button on my phone to do it, you know, right. online. Wow. See, yeah. it's the people that make the business. It's the people that are employed. It's, it's, everything is in life is. Yeah. It you is. know, you have a business of your own. Without the people that you have, you can't be the business. You can only be the face, but it's the people behind you that make you successful. But this is why, uh, Uncle G, that Auntie G has these friends in these large organisations. They can but, do No, 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 no. <laughs> That's why Auntie G thought she had these friends in the high, high organised places. You know, you know what, Uncle G, right? my, <laughs> my friends are very limited now. Most of them are work colleagues. I spend yeah. a lot of time with my work colleagues. Um, they've got no choice but to spend time with me. They get paid to spend time with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like him. That's the best thing. I don't need oh, to pay him. Oh, but um, look, you know, we we can't solve everything. But I think we've had such a good chat today about some of the things that are happening in the uh, world. From well, um, well, well, not coming to, in. End of <laughs> <laughs> to Bigham and Bigham's baby to Ukraine. No. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've covered it all there. I've got it off my chest now. I feel better I'm now that I've, I've, sla I've slagged off. I've slagged off British gas. By the way, I didn't mean British gas. I don't know who British gas are. <laughs> if they hear this podcast, right? That, I that, that, <laughs> right? We like British gas because they offer good services and they listen due to that one customer service rep you had. On how could I have got around that? I could have turned around and said it's a very big supplier and their second name is Gas. 
You think they would have worked it out? I think our listeners are very clever that they would worked it out. Yeah. And I think that that's the fun that we're going to have today. So yeah. thank you, Uncle G. Thank you again for your amazing, amazing conversations about topics. Mm-hmm. I hope you take a lay down now and, you know, put your feet up because I'm worried about your blood pressure at the moment and making sure you're okay. Um, I'm going to jump in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I am. My fucking armpits are sweating. Every time I get on the phone with you, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just sweat like hell. It's like, I'm, it's like I'm back at school for some reason. Yeah, because it's the hot seat. And Digi puts you on that hot seat to make... Especially sure. when you don't tell me what we're talking about. <laughs> in front of all her technology I've seen your pictures don't lie to me right it's like a it's like an office away from an office is yours right and I'm sat here on my bed that's about as much as this is how different you and me are I know I know Uncle G but but I love it I'll I'll be I'll be back back. (laughs) will you now okay we'll Uh, see uh, what you can bring okay do you know what this is what we're going to do Uncle G next week Uh a podcast you're going to inst- instigate the conversation and what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> about what? <laughs> yeah, give you some homework. It's about time you had some homework to do. Ah, uh, you see? Uh... See? Give, I'll, I'll give you about five, six days to think about something and let it be a surprise so I don't know. Uh, you... No, I couldn't even think of five questions and now you're asking me to, to, to do the whole show. <laughs> oh, no, no, I like it when you do it. No, <laughs> no it's all, it's, it's all, it just comes to me so much easier. No, I'm sorry. In the relationship, that's how it is. You're the you're the 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 the, the, the head macho, and then I follow lead. <laughs> Uncle, dude, that's not fair. Well, it it is what it is. I'm sorry, you know, because okay. I, you know, I, I let you. you know, but but having said that, though, give me two or three days to think about it, right? Okay, you let me right? know, right? Because like like I say, you drop bombshells on me, and, then, and at first I think, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about it, but then when I'm sat driving around, shit comes into my head. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so watch out, listeners, for next week's session. We don't know what way it's going to go. Is no. it your auntie G who's going to start the conversation and no. about the topics we're going to discuss? Or is your uncle G actually going to surprise us with some content that he's curated no. and what we talk about? That's right. Absolutely. So farewell, dear listeners. Good evening to everybody. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Right. As we wrap up this thought-provoking episode of the Auntie G Knows Best podcast, we hope you enjoyed the discussions, the laughter, and of course, Uncle G's priceless reactions to the shockers I had ready for him. Let's see what next week brings with some of the shockers he brings to the table. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts and Google to stay connected and never miss an episode where you know what I'm going to say, where rants meets bants, dilemmas meets solutions and my favourite, wisdom meets wit. Until we meet again, keep brewing that spicy jar and keep it ridging on that grass for next week's episode. And remember, Auntie G and Uncle G are always here for you armed with a joke, a smile and to lighten your spirits about some of the topics that are that are happening around the world because we truly think that laughter is the best medicine. See you next week.